I will say I was a little disappointed leaving the movie theater. I felt like there was something missing, mm-hmm. but I couldn't really put my finger on what it was until I saw it a second time. So Ooh. I'm very interested. I'm very interested. Uh, what a tease. Ooh, I'll flesh that out. Stay tuned. Listener. In a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, I see you. So what is the missing link? Ooh. There's your clickbait. <laughs> there you the go. missing link of the Mario brothers movie. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, the show where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Mr. Nick Barrett, and this week I'm joined not only by my ride or die, Mr. Jackson Glass, but returning guest and friend of the show, AJ from the Genre Geeks Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the highly anticipated, highly scrutinized by critics, the (laughs) Super Mario Brothers movie. We've been hyping this one up for a little while, Mm -hmm. which is a little wild. And we'll see how this episode goes, because I've got thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Jackson has thoughts, feelings, and opinions, and Mm -hmm. AJ also has thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Are they all in alignment? You'll have to listen to the episode and find out. But before we jump into this episode, I am going to tell you that you can follow us on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast, and you can subscribe on YouTube at The Nerdiest Podcast. We're putting out great original content there, and we're putting like all kinds of YouTube shorts, too, so if you want to see episode Mm -hmm. clips, you can go there. And you can also look in the description of this episode on Spotify only. Sorry, Apple listeners, but you're not the majority of our listeners anyway. (laughs) Um, We have a poll or some form of question that you can engage with, and we'd love to hear your feedback on that. But with that being said, I want to know how everyone's week's been, and I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to our guest, Mr. AJ. How have you been? I have been good. It has been a while. We were just talking before we hit record that the last time I was on here was to discuss another video game adaptation. Uh, (laughs) So it's very appropriate. I promise we will bring you back for an episode where you can. (laughs) Can I talk about a grown-up movie? (laughs) (laughs) We will find we will find like a grown-up movie that we all like and talk about that. Don't worry. We're gonna bring you back for like the most brutal rated R, just horrible. (laughs) Yo, uh, so hey guys, we just watched Infinity Pool and it was good. (laughs) We're here to get. Hey, right, yeah, so we're here to talk about uh, yeah, the Evil Dead Rises. Yes. So here we go. <laughs> or if we want to stay on yeah. brand with video games, we're gonna say, all right, you're coming back to talk about Five Nights at Freddy's in October. <laughs> That's I'm not an adult mildly movie. excited about that. I should not say mildly. I'm mildly looking forward to a good trailer for right. that movie. <laughs> I'm because so, I'm curious what they can do with it. I'm so on the fence about seeing it because that game legitimately traumatized me as a child but I don't know if the movie is going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we can definitely talk about that in a bit because yes. there, I know there's five nights at Freddy's. I didn't realize there's a whole, there's multiple games and books mm-hmm. and stuff of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what did they do? What happened? I thought it was just a little clicky clicky. Don't get jump scared game. And apparently yeah. it has spawned into something completely different. Oh, it's a huge franchise now. Like, Oof. yeah, I'm an old man. Now, I guess I'm just, I'm out of it. <laughs> Dang. Same, <laughs> but uh, I've been good though. We are back in the John Geeks is back in the swing of things more less than more, but we're trying to get content back right now. We're Good. just doing movies right now just to kind of get our toes wet. Uh, we have been having it's like, he's now an official genre geek at this point. Ryan from I'd Like a Refund has been fo- joining us to cover 
we've done Creed 3, we've done Scream 6, John Wick 4, and then next week we're also covering Mario with Joel from I'd Like a Refund. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying our best Amazing. to get back into the swing of things. Can I just say how good it is to have everyone back? Like, we, oh, legi- yeah. we all legitimately missed the genre geeks podcast on it's break. It's so true. It we were oh. we were legitimately like I don't want to gush too much on air. I don't like to embarrass people. But we were li- we've like I don't know, we've had conversations of like what if they don't come back? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're glad to have you back. Um it's an honor truly. I'm glad that you're doing oh. well. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. You guys called this early this was months and months and months ago i think when they announced the movie more or less you guys called it all right i'll I'll put it in my book fair (laughs) enough yep Yep. absolutely worth it hopefully worth the wait audience you know only time Uh, can tell time will tell (laughs) so yeah my week was pretty good not not a whole lot happened i think last episode i brought it up was it last episode i talked about our short film yep Yes. Last episode, I talked about our short film and how we worked on that a little bit, and it was really good. If you're watching a video, you can see we won first place. So Award-winning, you know, man. Never forget to drop that. Not, I mean, award-winning short film is... I don't like... I don't want to get too big of a head, but award-winning short film is a pretty good title. It's a so, great resume builder, I'll tell you that. I also for won a sure. smaller award for like acting. I did in another short film that I didn't even think I did that good of a job in. And so it's just Look at this of, guy. Look how humble he is. Wins I mean, an award and is like, I no, didn't think it was that good. I didn't think good. it was that good. No, that's the thing. I'm not I was talking to people after and I was like, I'm not an actor. Like I don't I don't and this girl, like, she grabbed me by the shoulder. She said, Jackson, never say you're not an actor because you because that's how theater people talk. They're like, yeah, never right. say you're not an actor because you have a gift. She's like, where have you <laughs> been all this time? I was like, I've been here. You just haven't subscribed to my YouTube. OK, like, I've been here. I told you to comment, like and subscribe. So that was that was pretty great. I won seventy five dollars. Wow. Let's go. Guys, I went I went and I bought cereal. So, you know. Whoa. <laughs> you know. Times are lean, my guy. Times <laughs> over here. We're trying so hard, you know. It's like I'm, I thought you were like I bought myself a good dinner. Like, no, you're trying no, to stretch no, that money I out. Got, feed got, you for days. <laughs> I got my cocoa pebbles over here. <laughs> you know, I'm I could not be happier about it. So, it was blew up more than my expectations i'm gonna probably just post it soon because short film distribution is super complicated of like do you put it on youtube do you do a festival run do you so since it's so it's just kind of my first time i'll probably just leave it there quit while i'm ahead and put it on youtube and let everyone see it so that's my plan but other than that nothing insane this week worth mentioning so mr nick wow um, I don't think I have anything absurdly insane this week. Um, it's just, it's been one of those weeks cause I went and saw the Mario movie on Wednesday. So it was like in the middle of the week and I was so excited Monday, Tuesday that I didn't really get anything done. Um, <laughs> I mean, I edited some shorts, but really, it's about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm. You were that excited? Yes, actually. (laughs) Um, Coming from the my dude who said Sonic Two was his favorite movie, 
of that year okay. in a year of everything everywhere all at once in a year or whatever's the banshees yeah. all that stuff like yeah. no like none of that sonic, no, sonic 2, 2 do you see what i have to deal with on a daily basis do you not as an audience i don't know if you guys can experience this from your perspective as an audience member i adore it because it, <laughs> if you want the trigger of like wait what i will hear what you have to say mm-hmm. that's how you link them in man that's how you hook yep. your audience in yeah no this man i think the most common conversation we have is no please don't make another romance anime video <laughs> it's, it got fifteen thousand views listen listen here's the thing this is why we work because i because i enjoy those movies but they're not my favorite so we like it balances my capitalism brain tells me to make another youtube video because the first one did so good so why stop <laughs> Wave that freak flag and cash those bucks, man. Cash there's a bucks. there's a space in the in Ooh. the atmosphere for it. You can do it. I say exactly. do it well. Wow. Don't so encourage yeah, other this than behavior. That, uh, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that I can't. I mean, it's not that I can't talk about it. It's just I choose not to. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I spent an hour last night saving and reloading my Breath of the Wild file so that I could get a (laughs) stupid piece of armor off this amiibo because it didn't want to give it to me the first try. So I just went and reloaded and it took me an hour and I finally got it. Good Lord. Well, good Um, for you. So doing that because I got to finish my Breath of the Wild Master Mode run before Tears of the Kingdom comes out in like 35 days. Where's your like live countdown like thing somewhere? <laughs> I need to get one because it's going to be such a big day because not only is it Zelda and I have like the pro controller and the amiibo and the collector's edition and the game, but I also get to eat Chick-fil-A for the first time in five months. <laughs> this man made a bet against himself. I did. It was lost. a terrible bet. Um, Why would you punish yourself like that? For those who don't know. When the Game Awards was coming around, I said, you know what? If there's no Tears of the Kingdom trailer at the Game Awards, I won't eat Chick-fil-A for a month. And then I said that on an episode of Joystick Drift, and I think it was Alex challenged me and said, you should not you should not eat Chick-fil-A until the game comes out. And I said, you know what? Sure. Because I was <laughs> super confident that they were going to show a trailer, and then they didn't. So you know? I haven't had Chick-fil-A since December 9th, 2022 um which you know sound doesn't sound bad until you realize the how often he usually eats yeah i usually go there at least once or twice a week that's like his favorite restaurant anytime i had chick-fil-a up like two days ago people eat chick-fil-a in front of me and it and they kind of do it to spite me now because everyone's in on it oh yeah Um, (laughs) and i'm like you know I did this to myself, so had, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to get Chick-fil-A for Chick-fil-A breakfast for when I go to Best Buy Ooh, to pick up all my chicken stuff. Minis? And then, yeah. so so here's my epic plan. I get it for breakfast, right? Because there's like a Chick-fil-A here and the Best Buy is right here. So I swing sure. by, get my chicken minis for breakfast, go to Best Buy when they open at 10, pick up all my stuff. On my way back, I hit Chick-fil-A again, and I get nuggets no. for lunch, and then I get a sandwich for dinner, and that's my Ooh. meal. And then I go home, and I play Zelda all day. That's iconic. That's a May good day. 12th, what's your dipping? What's your dipping sauce of choice, by the way? Ketchup. Ooh. Ketchup. No. Yeah, come on, dude. You got to get that Chick Fil A sauce, I, man. I don't like the Chick Fil A sauce. I really. Oh don't. no. Here's the no, thing. No, 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 I get it. I'm on the Chick Fil A sauce hype train. I am 
like a Chick-fil-A sauce fiend. I Dude, love I have Chick-fil-A two sauce. bottles of it in my fridge Me right too. now. <laughs> I'm about that. I put that stuff yes. on like anything I can. Yes. Oh my gosh, thank you. This man just I mean, if anyone, It's that good good, man. Exactly. If anyone wants to know how much I love ketchup, my friends thought mm-hmm. it would be funny if for Christmas 2021, while we were all in school, they put a box on my front porch at my apartment and they rang the doorbell and none of them were there. They just left the box there. So I thought it was like a bomb or something (laughs) and I opened it and inside were nine of the massive ketchup bottles that you get from Costco. It's pretty good. That was in 2021. I just finished the last bottle like three months ago. Dude, that's a lot of ketchup, oh man. Gosh. It was I a lot of ketchup. Like, it, like pudding? What's your move? <laughs> You'd What's be your surprised? ratio on a dip, dude? You gotta, <laughs> the ratio is supposed to lean towards the thing with with things on top of it. I feel like your ratio is completely out of whack. I eat a lot of chicken nuggets. I eat a lot of fish sticks. And my mom makes burgers all the time. Sure. So okay. That's how I go through so much ketchup. <laughs> this man, I don't know. I don't... You see... I respect you so much because you unapologetically live like an eight-year-old in every (laughs) aspect of life. And I just don't know. Like, if an eight-year-old had a car, it would be you. Yeah, pretty much. In the best way possible. You're like, I couldn't get anything done. I couldn't. I had to go see the Mario movie. Like, I couldn't (laughs) get it. I can't can't work. (laughs) So. I need to go see the funny Plumber Man movie. I got to go see Jack Black. All right, so (laughs) recently we've done a little competition, if I can find my phone. We said, we asked who who could watch 100 movies first. I think you're going to be disappointed in me this week. Mm. Well, I was pretty mad when you beat me, so I think I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. Um, If you don't know, we we decided, we said, who can watch 100 movies first? this year aj are you, you're on letterbox are you active like are you keeping up this year uh not really i don't really keep up and then like once every two months i'll just bombard it with mm-hmm. everything that i can recall yeah i i will do movies i don't do shows like i don't log shows that's too far i know a guy who uses an app to track his board game wins and I that's, just think that's that's for real another level. Like, dude, he's like, oh man, I was down two to one tonight on King of Tokyo. I was like, huh? That game's not bad, but still, that's dude, it's weird to good, keep track of it. I'm so glad you know what that is. I'm obsessed with King of. I'm Tokyo I'm a board right game now. guy, and dude, I'm a Godzilla guy, man. Dude, I'm all about it. King of Tokyo is my obsession right now. We're playing like every Pretty night. Good. It's so fun. Okay, Nick. What's your movie? What's your movie total at? Give it. Give I'll it to me straight. Go, I'll proudly go first this week. I am currently at forty nine. Forty nine. If I had watched one more movie, I'd be halfway. All right, halfway but I didn't on have time. Almost, pretty much halfway on April seventh. That's pretty good. Which is great because, like I've said, it's just going to come to a screeching halt in once, in a month. Once Zelda's out, it'll come to a screeching halt, and I will win. But uh, that's, until if I don't then, hit a hundred before then, that's 
oh my gosh, please don't hit 100 by then. No, see, you say that, but you know who I am. You know that's completely within the realm of possibility. Oh, absolutely. You're just going to spite watch a bunch of things where you're not even happy about it. You're just like, like, this movie sucks. Are you good? Like, no. And you're just watching. like, like, no. Hitting play. That was in our, wasn't that in like our rules was like, no, don't, essentially it was just don't be sweaty. Yeah, don't be sweaty. (laughs) You couldn't just watch things to get it on the list. You had to like right. enjoy what you were watching and like so you're at 49, I'm at 40 as oh, of this man. week. Well, I'm still ahead. Still ahead, yeah. but cuz this week I watched Ocean's 8, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the nice. Mario movie and Lyle Lyle Crocodile. <laughs> that movie. How was it? Hot garbage. Oh, man. I'm always, hope- I'm always hoping for another Paddington too. No, yeah. I'm always hoping. No, I, I, I had not high hopes, but I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. But it had no plot. All of the meme moments were in the first six minutes, and the entire movie was the most theatrical backing track. Like the music was incredible. And then it was ruined by Sean Mendez giving the most generic vocal of a lifetime. And I was just like, as a movie and a musical and a music person, it hurt me. I did not like that movie. (laughs) Bad movie. You should go watch it. It's really funny. Anyway, (laughs) You know what I watched that I think you should both watch is the Dungeons and Dragons movie. That was actually really good. I was this close to watching it. I I was very close to watching it. Shocked with how much I liked it. It was (laughs) it was really funny. Like and I really enjoyed it. I don't want to say too much because like I don't know. It was just one of those movies where you sit down, you have a good time. It's Mm -hmm. not like That's cool. Kind of a turn your brain off movie. You just kind of let it play out. So I enjoyed oh. it. I watched I that. See it. I watched the romance movie, and then I watched Mario twice. Um, twice. My dude hit it twice. Let's go. Dude, I hit we're it. recording this on a Friday night, everybody. Technically, the movie came <laughs> comes out today. Technically, <laughs> I hit I hit it Wednesday oh. for opening day, and I didn't take any notes. That's why I went back a second time. Was the mm-hmm. second time I sat there the whole time typing down notes while I'm watching. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, I would also say I think the movie is better a second time around. I and I can I can get into that later. I might Let's go get, see yeah. it a second time Tuesday when it's five dollars. So who's to say? But we did we did see the Super Mario Bros. movie, highly anticipated. And I opened up the Rotten Tomatoes because I wanted to see if what I predicted was true. And it was. The critics, with about 200 reviews, gave it a 56. And that surprised me. I thought, it's got to be better than that. And the audience, with 2,500 plus verified ratings, said 96. So that's about what I expected. I expected a huge discrepancy. And... I can't decide where I fall. I'll kind of, we'll kind of get into that. But general thoughts, just, is this a good movie? Like, that's, that's the question, isn't it? I, I don't want to go first because I'm going to sound like an idiot (laughs) if I do. All right, look, I'll, look, I'll go. 
Yeah. This movie had a, it was a terrible plot. It was a sequence of non sequiturs that were very, very loosely strung together. Things are incoherent. The overall story makes zero sense. It's in and out in like an hour and a half. And I loved it. Okay. <laughs> I Ooh. loved this movie, yeah. Be but I loved it. I'm not saying it's a good movie. That is the discrepancy. So I, I can't stand the people that don't, they're like, oh, I never listen to critics. Good critics, their job is to analytically look at a movie and almost as objective as you can with art, dissect it and look at its strengths, its weaknesses. What is this thing, all the sum, all the different parts of it, what is it creating in the end? This movie is not a good movie objectively. If you look at if you look at it as just a straight up film, it's a horrible movie that really makes zero, very little sense. So they're supposed to say, no, nah, it sucks. And then the audience, you know, if you're about what the experience of the movie and the emotion at the end, fun. I walked out of that theater smiling. Mm -hmm. So it's this is not the kind of movie that's going to be winning Oscars, maybe for like visual, maybe or something or score, you know, which we'll get to later. Uh, but it's not trying to be anything like, you know, it's not trying to be, quote, cinema. This is a family film mm -hmm. that is using the Mario stuff that you got a bunch of 10 year olds and a bunch of 40 year olds in the same room laughing and pointing at the thing that made them happy. So I liked it. I liked it a lot, despite it not being a good movie. That's such yeah. a good take. I really appreciate that. <laughs> you don't know how that happens. Simmering, silent car, car ride on the uh, way home. Just like, why? how do I articulate I, this what feeling? What do I feel? <laughs> I just hate, here's the thing. People's, I don't get angry. People's movie opinions, when they're just dumb, make me angry. Because Me if too. someone says, this is a bad movie, I'm like, okay, hold on. Maybe it's a good movie that it can be a good movie that you didn't like. Like, that's possible. So that's a that's a very informed opinion. Nick, I want to hear I want to hear your side because you're probably just going to gush for like 30 minutes. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so so that's what you would think. And I know that's what everyone's expecting. But I'm going to go more in the same route as AJ, where honestly, objectively, looking at this film, it's not a good movie. Mm -hmm. Objectively. Like he said, the plot is just kind of like, it's just a bunch of sequences that happen to happen one after the other in a sequential that goes from point A to point B by the end. It's very reminiscent of, and this might be a terrible comparison, it's very <laughs> reminiscent of the first Minions movie where it just kind of starts, they somehow end up at the inciting incident, and then the plot goes from there. And it just kind of happens, and you don't really know how it happens, but it happens, but it was entertaining, and it was funny, and you enjoyed it, and you don't feel like it was a wasted experience. But you're also not going to say this should win Oscar for best animated film of the year. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was I really enjoyed it. Like if I had the time, I would go see it a third time. Like I really well, enjoyed you, it's it. It's an hour and a half. You might no, find the time. <laughs> no, yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part of the movie was the soundtrack. I, the Mine soundtrack too. had me smiling and just so ecstatic for the entire movie. But I will say, 
and we'll keep it spoiler free for now and we'll get to spoilers a little later just in case you haven't seen the movie and you kind of want to get like a feel for how it is by listening to people and not the stupid mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes critics who half yeah. of them haven't played a Mario game in the last 35 years. Um, mm -hmm. Dang. No, it's true. Literally one of the reviewers was like, and Mario apparently turns into a cat. Like, I don't know why he turns into a cat. He's never done that before. But cats are really popular in Asia. And I'm like, he was literally a cat in the last- I would subscribe to that person's take. I want to hear their takes on everything. <laughs> What? That's anyway, really funny. <laughs> I will say I was a little disappointed leaving the movie theater. I felt like there was something missing, mm -hmm. but I couldn't really put my finger on what it was until I saw it a second time. So, Ooh. I'm very interested. I'm very and intrigued. I'll, what a tease! Ooh, I'll flesh hook. that out. Stay tuned, Ooh, listener. In a little bit. Okay, um, I see you. So, what is the missing link? Ooh. There's your clickbait. <laughs> there you the go. missing link of the Mario Brothers movie. Wow. All right, okay. Jackson, your turn. Ooh, I don't know how to follow that. Anyway, um, I, I don't know what I expected. I truly don't. I felt, I felt like this movie had huge potential, and a lot of the decisions, I just didn't think were good. I just was disappointed by a lot of the dis a lot of the direction they took in this movie. That being said, I had a good time. It was the sound the soundtrack's amazing. All right, let's just just get it out there. Like the original score and the mixtape that they put together, all the songs are great. It's like just nostalgic enough to be good, but not so nostalgia heavy that it feels like they're milking it. And Soundtrack is amazing. I think uh, I think Chris Pratt did good. Let's, Thank you. I think he did a good job. And the only voice actor to me that I thought was like excelled and did like over like did above bare minimum was Jack Black. Of I course. think yeah. he of course he did. He excelled in this role. Uh, he was the only voice to me though that really like stood out the rest of them were like good but not oscar worthy i think my biggest my biggest problem with it was it needed i think personally it should have been more of an adventure movie and the adventure was a montage and then we got where we needed to go so that we could shove more ip in it and so sure. We knew that this movie was going to be just an IP bomb. It was, look, here's Donkey Kong. Look, here's Toad. Look, here's like all this stuff. And I think it is a smart idea to incorporate the things from games. Like they incorporated Smash Bros. by letting him fight Donkey Kong. They incorporated Mario Kart by letting them drive carts to get away from bad guys and get back to the kingdom. But I, it also felt very like just very convenient and very like, oh, of course Rainbow Road goes back to exactly where we need to go. I was like, okay, come on. And, and that's also, where and that's where the critics come in and they're, yeah. they're picking that stuff apart. And they're yeah. like, that's inexcusable. Movies, you're not supposed to just have, you know, a ton, the whole movie's just a bunch of, uh, bunch of uh, deus machinas. So yes, just, eh, exactly. It ends, yeah, exactly. That's where, the, that's where the Rainbow Road ends. So it, Yeah, so that's where it's not good in that way. It doesn't mean it's not yeah. fun. No, absolutely. <laughs> it is what it is. I had a lot of fun. 
but I also would have had more fun if the story was coherent. So <laughs> that's what I'll say. I was, I don't know, the story, all, all of the bad things were very apparent to me. And I think it hurt my enjoyment of the movie more than other people. I don't know why. I was I was very critical of it while watching it. And I will see it again in my lifetime, whether it goes to streaming or the DVDs on sale or I'm bored on a Tuesday night and I could see it for $5 in the theater. I want to see it again because it's fun and I really like those fun movies. But I really, really wanted it to be one of those Puss in Boots phenomenons where it was like, hey, go see it because it's just a great movie. And I think it had the potential to do that and just didn't hit that mark like I wanted it to. Fair. Yeah, Very fair. I think that's that's fair. Uh, something I want to bring up is did the trailers give away too much? Yes. I would also sure. agree. I'd say no because this isn't that kind of movie. I don't... There's no stakes in this movie. I'm, I'm not worried Mario's going <laughs> to die or Peach is going to die. There's no stakes, so I don't really care about the spoilers for it. That makes sense. I think I, my interesting bigger issue was going into the movie after having watched the trailers, and it wasn't like I sat and watched them on repeat for hours. I consumed them when they first came out, and then when I went to the theater, I watched them again because I was super excited, and I might have watched them on YouTube here and there once or twice. But after, like, having done that, I went into the movie, and it, coming out of it, I felt like I had already known everything from the trailers. The only thing that they really right. didn't show at all was the end, like, the ending fight. That was really it. We had gotten a piecemeal of everything else. The Mario Kart, the like fighting Donkey Kong, the doing the training course, like all those things that were kind of supposed to be big moments in the movie were in the trailers. So I think they could have done without, the, with, especially without that third trailer they did where it showed Donkey mm -hmm. Kong with the fire flower. Like some of that stuff I think could have been cut out and they didn't need that third trailer i understand why they did because they need it for the more general audience mm -hmm. um but that's just me which is all that see that reason in and of itself is why i'm not watching any trailers for guardians <laughs> of the galaxy 3 yeah me too uh, i've gone watch like the movie just don't watch radio trailers silent on that movie yeah um i'm so i'm kind of in general just done with movie trailers i think if a movie looks good from the poster and the plot synopsis or whatever I catch from the trailer I see when I go to the theater. If it catches my attention enough for that, I want to see it and I want to form my own opinion on it. So I think Spider-Man No Way Home was what killed movie trailers for me. Just because of the way people picked apart those trailers so much that I was just kind of like, That's I don't annoying. care. I don't care. So I'm pretty much done with saying oh i'm gonna watch that trailer on youtube intentionally it's like i have premium i can skip the ad yeah. so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> to be fair i didn't really see many trailers for this just because i knew mm -hmm. i was gonna see it and it's again it's not that kind of movie for me yeah uh i didn't even see the trailer where apparently they show donkey kong with the fire flower so I, that either. shows like 
I just, unless it was a trailer that they showed in the theater or it was an unskippable ad on whatever I was on, I didn't really see many trailers uh, for it. I definitely didn't seek out any trailers except for the very first one that they that they dropped, which actually got me really excited. I just, this is the wrong kind. This is a business movie, to be clear. So there's different kinds of movies. I forgot the exact term. You're film school guys. But it's like there are art, you know, films that are made for the sake of using the medium to express yourself there's informational ones, i.e. documentaries, and then there's business ones, Star Wars, Marvel. These are things that are supposed to generate money. You put in X amount, hoping for a large return, and that's all this is. So I don't look at this movie, and that's why some people are looking at this lane like, oh man, it was uh, it was terrible, they didn't have blah, 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 or it was so great, this, 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 and that. It's like, all right, what are your expectations with this? Mm-hmm. When I saw the trailer, I'm like, this will be a fun family flick where I can show my kid and... I can, you know, maybe even tune in and out. I can go refill my drink halfway through the movie and it's going to have the, oh, that was in a video game I saw back when I was blah, blah, blah years old. So seeing the trailer and, you know, getting all hyped because they have the little fun Easter eggs and stuff, like it was just enough to get me in the in the seat. It's not, this isn't that kind of, this isn't an art yeah. movie where I'm like, darn it, they spoiled this scene for me. Right. That's just not this kind of movie yeah. for me. Is the word you're looking for a commercial film? There you go. There you yeah. go. This is just, it's I a mean, money film. To be fair, I was going to save this to the end, but it's on topic right now. As of today, this movie has already crossed $120 million worldwide. (laughs) And they apparently the budget was $100 million. So they've made their money back, and anything from here on out is. Technically, before the weekend's even started, technically. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not even in the opening weekend yet. The. Like, dude. The projected opening weekend is 195 million. That's incredible. Wow. Good. Is where they're supposed them. to be by Monday. Going. I'm very up, happy that's for that. the prediction. I believe that. I believe and that. I think one. And we can. I, this is in my closing thoughts, so we'll save it, like mm-hmm. the full discussion later. But I think this to Nintendo is a very good sign because it means. That one, they can take the criticism from the critics and they can improve for the next movie, which is kind of what they did with Sonic. And you see how that turned out. The second one, I would argue, is better than the first one because they took that feedback and they made it and they worked it in and they were like, okay, let's take the constructive criticism and we'll make it better. But they also like saw that it's not a flop. And I think that was the fear is it's going to be a financial flop. And mm-hmm. as long as it makes the money, they'll keep making more. And I also hope this means we get a Zelda movie down the line. I'm just Ooh. saying. Chris I'll Pratt. ask, what's your what's your guys' <laughs> Nintendo movie that you really want to see now? Zelda, but not by Illumination. I think they should give it to yeah, someone else. <laughs> just because I... And not to say Illumination is a bad studio. They're cl- they clearly did a lot of really good work with this movie. And they've... Like, I love the Despicable Me movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I also feel like their art style and just their animation style in general would not work with Zelda because Zelda is a little yeah. bit more of a serious property. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mario is like, oh yeah, you can do those squishy physics where, you know, he gets punched and rolls and hits a wall. Like you can't really do that with Zelda. And I know a lot of people are like, well, we should get live action Zelda. And I'm like, I'm hesitant to do anything in live action because you're going from a video game that thrives off the fact that it's not live action 
Mm-hmm. You lose the and, style of it when it goes live action. Yeah, like you're suddenly constrained why, by reality. <laughs> and that's why anime adaptations like never work. No, they, they, yeah. d- it doesn't work. They yeah. will not work in live action because it it's the mediums don't work. Right, because real people, over. shocker, don't look like anime characters. Whoa! Yeah. You can't tell me that. You can't prove that. Boy, was I shocked when I went to Japan for the first time. <laughs> Super disappointed. Like, whoa! 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 These there are no English. There are no Where English are the dragons? subtitles. Where are the dragons? Guys, you all look so normal. What? Uh, <laughs> where are I'm the subtitles? A, I need a Metroid movie. Oh I gosh, really want to see so a Metroid cool. movie. Show me Samus. Let's go. Can I? You know, I'm gonna throw kind of a weird idea. I want a me movie. I want like <laughs> here's the thing. It could be like Barbie, where they're like in this like me world and there's like all these and like they live in the me channel, but like this young me wants to grow up and move over to like the photo channel over on the Wii. <laughs> it's it could be really good. Hold on. So it's going to have a dope like, soundtrack, I'll tell you that much. Yes, exactly. Dun, 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 That's what I'm saying. So you're talking like I'm blending. <laughs> exactly. Barbie and Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. It is what you want I'm so out of a glad me you, movie. I'm so you glad actually you pitched understand. a solid movie. Thank I was laughing at you in the beginning, Thank but you. When you, once you explained yourself, I'm like, I'm just saying, dude. I'm just Two hundred million dollar opening weekend. Nintendo's open to any kind I'm of idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's go make it, guys. <laughs> I think Nintendo should lean into anime. I really do. Mm. I think they have a lot of good. Like, I think Zelda would be a great anime because they've got the Zelda manga. They're already doing it. Um, sure. Yeah. And then also Xenoblade Chronicles would make a killer anime. Because I know sure. a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like turn ba- or I don't like RPGs. They're too long. And I'm like, okay, watch the anime then. Like, there you go. Takes Oof. out all the gameplay, still tells the same story. Yes. There's an idea, though. You mentioned like that. What about a series? You think Nintendo would get in on series? <sighs> I where think, would it Where I would think it go? they would. Where would it I go? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. HBO? Like, they'll make their own platform. <laughs> <Nintendo>. So, <laughs> yo. I think. Log and on I, to your Switch. Watch I it. Heard this, <laughs> I heard this on another podcast. And because Nintendo's in partnership with Universal, Universal, the way it works is their movies go to Peacock after theaters. And then four months after Peacock, they go to Netflix. Oh. So I can okay. see Nintendo doing like a Netflix exclusive yeah. series. I don't know if they'd go as niche as Peacock. I feel like the audience base isn't there, and they would go with a Netflix, Hulu, or HBO Max. They're not going to go Disney Plus because it's direct competitor to Universal, Uh, but one of those three would probably host a series if that's the way they want to go. We'll just see. If the Mario movie hits a streaming service, there's Mm -hmm. your... There's your answer. Yeah, that's where your series is going. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... I'm cautiously optimistic for the future of like Nintendo movies. I think I think it could be really good. They tell great stories. I'm just I just think Illumination might not be their best choice. But I also don't know I don't have a recommendation for who else to go to because no one else is gonna like DreamWorks is not gonna partner with Nintendo. Well, so like, remember, DreamWorks is owned by Universal. So if Universal sends them the check, that's true, and says make a Zelda movie, they're gonna be like, yeah. okay, 
I don't know. Fair. We'll make a check. <laughs> we'll make your Zelda movie. It's making the money, so I don't know. I think. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I'm 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 scared. I'm scared because video game movies have never like even this movie wasn't amazing. And well, I think it come well how are you measuring it? And at least how do you think Nintendo's measuring it? I don't think Nintendo could care I think they can care less what critics have to mm-hmm. say. It could get a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's like we sold 200 million dollars opening weekend and we didn't have to work hard about it the, the visual departments had to work hard about yeah. it but it took like they could write that out and on a napkin the whole plot of this movie yeah and so their bare minimum work and 200 million dollars they're like let's do that for him like nintendo's been sitting on mm-hmm. kirby and punch out you know which you've seen the easter eggs in this yeah. like uh I'm just like if Donkey Kong's own movie. Think about the all the countless things that they're Luigi's like. We don't even mansion. have to work hard. Luigi's Mansion movie. Dude. We need it, especially need with it. how Luigi got treated in this movie. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Let's get, let's, yes. let's get into that. So, all right, I think I think yeah. it's safe to do spoilers now. Yeah, we can go to spoilers. All right, spoiler talk. They used the superstar. That was so cool. <laughs> that was <hard. laughs> that was kind of that dope. was that was pretty dope. That was my supersonic moment from uh. Sonic 2, where they use... I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but... It's right. virtually the like, same yeah. I <laughs> They know what they I, like. I lost it. Uh, when they both grabbed it, I was like, mm. oh my gosh, they're going to do the thing. And then the music started playing. Like That music, dude. I'm waiting for... I will own the vinyl for this. Oh, I will own nice. whatever I need to, to to get this music in my ears. They added I am it, about the music. They Ooh. added it to Spotify last night. Let's go. And I dude. was so I was listening to it all night. I was like, because it's uh, it's the closest yes. we're ever going to get to official Nintendo music on <laughs> a music streaming platform. And I'm hoping that if the movie soundtrack does really well, Nintendo will say, "Oh, look at all this free money we're throwing away by not yeah. having all our game soundtracks on Spotify." It's almost I- like almost every other game company puts their game soundtracks on Spotify. Whoa! Whoa! That's a novel idea. That's crazy. I just found a great IGN article. Exclusive Mario movie Bowser's heartfelt ode to Peach song Peaches has its own single on vinyl. And I will own that too, dude. Oh I love the gosh. Jack Black of it all. That was Jack such a Black good song. I, <laughs> I oh unironically peaches, 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 peaches. Because he gets so into it too. Yes. And the thing is, it's like as it got, because I don't know, I can't speak for you guys, but mm-hmm. my generation stan jack black he's the guy who can get away with anything mm-hmm. he just the movies he was involved in like nacho libre school of rock i mean i can i can go deeper deeper just like this who he is there's a jack black ism there's yes. um there's a there's a there's this theory of like different types of actors you know do you have the actors who can like lose themselves in a role and become someone else or you have the jeff goldblums you've got the john malkoviches you have the jack blacks who it's like you want to see them in the movie and they did that with bowser yes where he's it's it's jack black but it's a big turtle it's incredible so good it's incredible he he's the best part and i want to get into characters for a second because bowser 10 out of 10 best character in my opinion mario as a character like okay mario like based on the game solely he kind of has a character, but they almost had to like start from scratch a little bit and figure it out. And I don't think they took the necessary time to establish him. They were just like, 
Yeah, he's in uh, Queens, he's in New York, and he's a plumber, and he's got a brother named Luigi, and his family doesn't believe in him, so... Okay, cool, now he's saving the world. And I just felt like that... There wasn't... There wasn't enough time spent on characters specifically, and I think Peach is a prime example of this, too, where I think Peach bothered me very deeply in this movie because I thought... As a character, she was kind of boring. And let me explain that. Let me explain that a little bit. Don't be, don't get all, don't get all mad. Let me explain a little bit. I think Peach is kind of the Rey Skywalker of this movie. She is. I 100% agree with you, dude. Thank you. I thought about this exact That is such a heavy accusation to Uh win. She's good at everything exactly. and that's not interesting she's fig- what was peach's journey in this movie beginning of the movie to end did she develop at all like sh- nothing about her she had no journey yeah and it sucks because i feel like we're in a we're in an apologetic phase which is good about how film has treated women yes and we're like they're usually just background blah blah blahs and so to overcompensate to fix that we're like so they have to make them strong and incorruptible which is mm-hmm. okay that I feel yeah. like we're going the wrong way now because now they're not interesting. And I feel like that's what, yeah. as a male, <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> what I was hearing like women try to complain about. But they're like, okay, well, have you, you tried the Bechtel test in this movie? Did Peach talk to another female at all in this movie? I don't think there don't was think... another female in this movie. <laughs> exactly. She didn't talk to Mario's mom or whatever in this. It's like, yeah. they're not solving the real problem here of Peach. Where's Peach's journey in this movie? Mm-hmm. She's not interesting in this movie. She's, Perfect at doing the obstacle thing down to where I was actually getting excited when Mario was like, so how did you do when you first said that? She's like, oh, I couldn't do it at all. I, I did it worse than you. I'm like, okay, we actually cool. Go into say that. she was worse than him in that because it's like, and look how hard she worked. She's a yes. determined character. She's just, she's perfect at everything in this movie. That That's, I agree yeah. with you, Jackson, Thank you. 100%. Thank you. I thought she was very... It was her, it was just, she's such a cool, awesome girl boss and she can do anything. Like she's so cool and oh no, she gets captured, but she had a plan all along. So, uh, ha ha and it was just kind of like, okay. And there was only one time that I can point out in this movie that I thought that I actually felt cringe and that's when they're on rainbow road. Oh no! And oh, is it Toad's line? Uh huh. And he goes, "Let's that, go." That's how you princess. <laughs> now and that's I, what I call princessing. Like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, mm. I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna lean into um, <laughs> the bit where Mario and Peach were flirting, even though that's like oh. not what it was and the only mm-hmm. reason it was suggested that is because they wrote Donkey Kong to come up and say was that you was flirting? That flirting like it yeah. would have been totally fine if you didn't say that yeah you it did, could have been implied. you didn't need to say that for us to understand that that's kind of the subtle undertone yeah because I was going to disagree with you but after hearing what you had to say I kind of agree I see yeah. where you're coming thank you. from thank you but Let's go. Thank we you. did it. I do like yes. that they kept the aspect of Mario and Peach like kind of having a thing for each other. Like uh-huh. it wasn't like, oh, they're dating by the end of the movie, but it was like kind of there, mm-hmm. which is good because that's set up for a future movie. And obviously that was the big 
crux as to why Bowser didn't like Mario, which I didn't right. like the first time around. I thought it was kind of weird because I was expecting Bowser to be like this mean villain who hates Mario. And then I watched it the second time and I was like, actually, you know what? No, I like this. It's just, it's, it's kind of petty. Here's the it's, thing. it's interesting it's at the very least. Yeah. And it's just yeah. a really dumb reason for a villain to hate the antagonist mm -hmm. or the protagonist. And I'm, Dude, I was totally okay with it. One of the funniest parts in the whole movie for me was when Bowser was interrogating Luigi, yes. and he was like, yes. "Does she find or do princesses find him attractive? If they have good taste, like that was so that's funny. Funny because they put the effort into Bowser, where it's like, okay, what's the cliche? He's big, bad, wants mm -hmm. to kidnap the princess, destroy the blah blah blah. They gave him depth by instead." He wants to marry her. Like that's mm -hmm. such a fun twist on this character yes. where I was laughing every time he was like practicing what he'd say to Peach. Mm -hmm. All that's it's great. And then you have the opposite with Peach where it's like, yeah, she's she's super strong and put together and it's like, okay, so then uh, what's what's the thing with her that's like the yeah. unexpected, the thing that's supposed to be in there there is nothing. There's nothing there. And that's why I feel mm -hmm. really I feel really bad for a uh, I feel really bad for like the the, the female audience who was mm -hmm. wanting their character that they can like look up to and be hyped yeah. for. Which yeah, I don't know. I I thought that she this may be more of a writing thing. I thought she was very trusting of Mario very suddenly and it was very like, Oh, hey, you wanna save your brother? Okay, let's go. Okay, we can go. Okay. Yeah, that's Hold fine. On. Let's go. Hold on. In her defense <laughs> yeah. though. This is our first time seeing another human. Okay. After being constantly yeah. surrounded by toads. That's fair. For That's God fair. knows how long. I would also be fair. very trusting of another human if I had been completely surrounded by sentient mushrooms well, for like 10 here's years. Here's my question. I think, do you think that the multidimensional aspect worked or should they have yes. just opened in the mushroom kingdom? I think it worked because I would argue the first 20 to 30 minutes of the movie before they go to the Mushroom Kingdom has the best pacing. I think the pacing was fine until they entered that warp pipe. Once they I'm went actually there, inclined to agree with you. Yeah. It kind of just... That's valid. They cranked it up to 11 and it felt fast for the rest of the movie because everything felt normal. Like, oh, this is our first day being plumbers. This is our first job. Here's our, like, coming back from our first job. Oh, no, here's the inciting incident of trying to go fix the thing. And now we're sucked in the pipe. And then, oh, Mario's here, and Luigi's here, and Mario's here, and Luigi's here, and Mario and Peach are here, and Luigi's here. And, oh, and then, oh, boom, it's the end of the movie. I feel like the movie kicked into autopilot once they went to the Mushroom Kingdom, where it's like it felt like chat GBT make a Mario movie. Yes. Where it's like, and then uh, Mario Karts, and then and the, uh, the... pipes, yep. and then, like, fire castles, it just it felt like okay, this movie kind of wrote itself then, huh? That's like that's that's how I accurate. Yeah. That's very accurate. <laughs> but mean, you brought up something that I, 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 I really again I like the movie, but there are little things where I'm like, why make it weird? How did you guys feel in the real world uh, in the movie about Mario and Luigi's design versus like all the other like humans in the real world? Um, I thought it was okay. I, I think it fit because his it. whole family looked like that too. So like you well, could, if you really want to get technical, you could boil it down to like, oh, it's just weird family genetics, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that, that Mario Mario family. Yeah. yeah. Mario Mario family. <laughs> <laughs> the Luigi Mario family. 
I never thought about it until you just now. That is a little it's weird. So, the character, all the other characters look like Illumination characters. How they right. have the same kind of, they had they had the Illumination look. You know, they're yeah. really skinny at certain parts of their body. And then Mario and Luigi just stand out so awkwardly where I'm like, why can't they just be normal-ish size in this world? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. it's weird to me that they're, like, they look completely out of place in the real world. They look so much more normal in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. You're so right. Because Peach looks like an Illumination character. Yeah, like, especially like her emotion, the way she emotes. Yeah, yep. and the way like there was one scene, it's the scene where she's sitting with Mario talking about the course and she does like the Illumination head thing mm -hmm. where they lean in while they're nodding their head. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's, uh... y'all stole that rig from Despicable Me. Every yeah. Despicable <laughs> Me character does that. Um, and I'm not like, I'm not saying it was bad, but I see your point. Of like Mario and Luigi look one way, and then everyone else looks a certain way. I just wish everyone else was m more Mario and Luigi's style because mm -hmm. that's what we're here for. I'm here to see the Nintendo, and I'm here to see the Mario world. And so when they're in the real world and they're in the the uh, the Punch Out freaking yes. pizza place, which got me hype. All of the pictures and stuff for like Soda Popinski yes. and all of them, Glassjaw Joe. Uh, they're like so out of place to me where they looks like they were like cropped into the image where people there are like normal six foot, you know, five, five, six foot tall. Mm -hmm. And then there's Mario and Luigi like up to their waists and their like chests. I'm like, they look like freaks in this world. Yeah, no, they do. But if also I ask like in Mario Odyssey, isn't that how it, how it is? Like if you like you are Mario and you're weird and everyone else sure, is yeah. normal. But that's because like it's not like Mario lives there though. Yeah, that's in true. Mario Odyssey. I will that's say true. they did adapt the whole wedding thing came directly from oh, Mario that's Odyssey. Straight from Mario. And Odyssey. when he put Dude, the hat on the top hat, I was like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. the top hat from Mario it's Odyssey. Cappy. Oh my gosh! Little cameo from uh, what's her name, uh, Penelope, or yes, what's her name, the the, the, the mayor? mayor? Yeah, Pauline. Colleen. Colleen, yeah, yes, she's there. That was hype. I got hype when um, I saw her. That was good. If you in the kingdom there, when he just gets there and he's running through with Toad, all of the stores are from Mario Odyssey, and so I oh, noticed right. some of those are from Mario Odyssey. Um, we wrote in the notes. It said so many different power ups got time to shine. You got like fire, ice flower, Tanuki leaf, superstar, and. All this stuff did that feel natural to y'all or i think it did for the world they okay. set up well, i agree just, I, I, yeah there's these little okay. square boxes here and they got items in them and they all got different items in them i thought it was great that they put in stuff like the mini mushroom which is like nobody's well, favorite yeah. item yeah, right. but they brought it twice yeah. or the cat bell which has only been in the most recent mario game um I thought that was, I thought that was great. That was good. I thought him yeah. not liking mushrooms was kind of a dumb bit. It, it. Well, I agree. It was a dumb bit where it's like you're drawing too much attention to it, uh -huh. and now it's like it's weird that now it's weird. Yeah. Because now it's like now it is what a weird coincidence that you're now in the mushroom kingdom. Uh -huh. It'd be like if I went to the onion kingdom and all of a sudden <laughs> there's onions everywhere. It's like it's weird that is this my like what's that like my uh 
my eternal torture. No, like, yeah. This is my like, like. Did he die? Did Mario die? I, I'm sure there's gonna be fan theories. Oh, did Mario sure. die going down that tunnel when <laughs> during the flooding when he smacked against the brick wall? And this is his purgatory. This is the Mario purgatory. Is just the Mushroom Kingdom. Hey, here's the thing. We're writing a fan fiction. It's going on Wattpad. This is gonna be <laughs> Mario poop. Mario purgatory. So speaking of purgatory, so there's. There's a scene where they're they're all in their cages and they're like over the lava <laughs> and stuff and you got this you got this luma and the luma is very negative and it's played for laughs. How do we feel? Is that is that funny? <laughs> is that necessary? I'm gonna be honest. The Luma was one of the funniest things in the entire movie. Especially when Kamek comes in and is like, you're all invited to the wedding. And they're like, yay. And they're like, to be ritualistically sacrificed. And the Luma's like, finally. Finally. Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. I want to see more. Um, and then like, when he's going on about like, oh, there's only the sweet release of death. And the penguins are like, we're depressed enough. Please stop. Uh -huh. Like, we're already depressed. I love depressed. that bit. Yeah. Like, like, dude, come yeah. on. Yeah. It's just no, I, think I really liked funny. it. I really liked it. I, it felt like to me what, what this movie could have been, which I really wanted, but I feel like it would have been too obvious is get, this should have been a Phil and Miller or Lord Miller production. Yes. The same way like Batman Le or Lego Batman, like Lego movies and stuff. You get a, the perfect mixture of what I call family film where it's like, there's a misunderstanding. I feel like when it comes to family films, where it's like, Oh, they're kids movies. Like, no, they're family movies. So there right. are kids but adults and your has to be enjoyment on both ends. Yes. Uh, I feel like Lord Miller excel in that where it comes to like that kind of humor. And I feel like that was the most Lord Miller part of this movie was yeah. the, the Luma where it's like, this is for the adults. Like this is adult humor. Doesn't have to be like adult humor. It just has to be, you know, maybe a little bit of edge on it, a little uh -huh. bit of darkness. It's funny. Yeah. In this otherwise bright movie. I thought yeah. like when, when she was getting lowered into the, the lava and was like getting excited about it, uh -huh. I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah. I thought I was it on was board funny. with it. I, I thought like, it was Boo. funny. When they're getting yeah. back up. Uh. <laughs> I thought it was funny. But I also it was the kind of thing where like I got the impression that there was a lot more of those jokes in the movie and they got cut. And that was all that was left of after the studio heads like scooped the brains out of the movie. So that was that's what felt sad for me is I wish there was more of that because since there wasn't, it felt a little out of place. So I wish the whole I'll movie agree was, it was like kind that. of out of place. I'm actually as I was experiencing, I was shocked that much got in oh, because I'm like, how do you pitch that to Nintendo? Yeah. Who's so protective of their characters? They're like why would like there's not some person who's like Luma would never uh me yeah. like that I'm like that's like it's like the whole the SNL Barbie bit unless like, oh, like, yeah like, Luma would never move is it happy and optimistic yeah I'm surprised that we got that much little like kind of edgy darkness yeah. in this in this movie I'm about it I thought I thought it was enough to you know for the adults to ha ha through I the thought movie. it needed more but I, mean, I wouldn't have been mad at more <laughs> I would not have been mad that's kind of what Puss in Boots did and it went really well so True. I don't know okay Okay. Okay. Since what I'm looking at on the notes here is like talking about the ending. Before we get there, I'm going to tell y'all what was missing from this movie. I'm going yes. to follow Let's up go. on my little tease. Yes. Here. The payoff. So I watched it. First time, something felt off. 
watched it the second time. It didn't hit me until Kamek came in and said, Lord Bowser, our spies told us that uh, Princess Peach is training up this mustachioed human from the real world. And I went, wait a minute. We never saw any form <laughs> of, like, there's Koopa paratroopas or, like, no spies in the Mushroom Kingdom, no nothing. How does he know that? They were everywhere. They were in the Kong Kingdom. They were and in I the kept, Mushroom yeah. Kingdom. And I kept thinking about that, and I was like, we're missing all of these. There's, like, I feel like this movie needed to be 15 to 20 minutes longer than it was. It needed to be an hour and 45, maybe two hours. Because there was stuff that felt like it was missing. Like, simple stuff like that. Of, like, all you need, all you need is a five-second insert shot of a Koopa in the background. Mm -hmm. Who's then like, oh, I need to go tell Lord Bowser. And then he runs away. Bam. Easy. Yeah. Now you've justified that line. Or, like, Toad doesn't question where Mario came from. Uh-huh. Doesn't question his motivation. Is just like, yeah, I'm going to take you to our leader, you strange person who doesn't look like me. Let's go. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like there's a little more. And even in the throne room where they're, where they're like, all right, Bowser has the star. He's coming here. And Princess Peach is like, I'm going to go to the Kongs. And then I'm going to convince them. And they're like, okay, cool. Bye. Okay, bye. Have fun. There was no <laughs> like, no, Princess, you shouldn't go. Like, I felt like there was an angle have fun where storm in the castle. you could have said <laughs> where they could have been like, princess we don't think you should go by yourself like it's dangerous to go alone ah, Zelda right. Um, yeah right <laughs> and then like they throw mario through the door and mm -hmm. she's like you know what i'll take this guy with me and then i'm not going alone he seems like a competent guy and then you have the training arc where she's like okay so you're actually not like let me train you up first and then we'll leave mm -hmm. uh it and i don't remember i think it was aj who said it where like she was just kind of too trusting of mario um, so I see that and I feel like that could have been yeah. fixed but my thing that I felt like was missing was one little extra time it yep. would it would have really done wonders for the pacing too yep and I feel like there's a two hour cut out there somewhere mm -hmm. and I'm really curious what was in this movie because apparently they did test screenings of this movie last year and it did really bad Oh, okay. and I'm wondering I'm wondering if it did really bad because they let film critics in there instead of letting like yeah. Nintendo fans in there, which granted they need both. Right. Um, sure. But I'm wondering what was in that cut of the movie that was so bad that could have been worse than what we got. Not to say yeah. what we got is bad, but like, but it was worse. Was it a what two hour change? movie? And people were like, it's too long. And the print. Cause let's be realistic. They can't change that much in a year. Right. Especially when it's this, when it's digital like this, uh -huh. where they're like, we cut 10 minutes. Like, you just wasted $3 million yeah. with 10 minutes of CG footage. Yeah. yeah. I I think this, that they made it, like I said, this is a commercial yes. movie. This is a movie where they want to make a lot of money. And I think they just tightened it up. They just, they had the movie and they just wrung out all the extra stuff where they're like, uh, Mario meets Toad and Toad's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take you over there. It's like, let's just not bother. Yeah. And I feel like for me, with my view, with my expectations of this movie, that worked because I'm like, okay, I accept. I I feel like I know Toad as a person who's played Mario his whole life. Right. Like, yeah, let's just let's just get on with that. Like, yeah, power boxes. Yep, yeah, let's just let's move on. I think that this movie leaned into. They're like, you guys know. Yeah. Like as I'm like talking to the audience, they're like, 
We don't have to waste time establishing the relationship between Peach and Mario. We know who they are. We know how power boxes work. We know how the like the shells and stuff work. We know all this. Like, let's just get there. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, yes, a good movie would have explained all that. But they're like, we've had 30 years of you guys understanding this stuff. Let's just get to uh-huh. it. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think that's what they did. It was a lot of... You already know who it is. Like, let's just get to it so we can shove some Easter eggs in your face and it'll be super fun. And it was super fun. But it's I also don't think that what they did in this movie was very future proof in the sense of how do they make a second movie from this? Because they've done because they pulled in so many different stuff from all all these other games And it's like, oh, now you have to commit to that. You have to commit to Mario Kart is from Kong. Like the Donkey Kong characters are make, they make those carts. You have to commit to that. And it looks like based on the end credit scene that they're going with the Yoshi vibe, which Mm -hmm. I think, I think he should have been writing Yoshi in this movie in the first place. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, I think that's they're planning ahead because if you know that we didn't get to see red shells in this, we didn't really get we saw like one or two shots with the green shells. We didn't get to see the spinning uh, shells or the trail of bananas from Mario Kart. There's countless things. We didn't see the mushroom uh, burst like thing. Like there's countless things that they didn't include in this. Mm -hmm. And they had to do basically the MCU effect. You know, they had to like establish Uh their entire universe in a movie. And that's why they want like there's a few cringy parts for me that in this movie, like one of the lines literally was like completely random of peach talking about that. Yeah, there's lots of galaxies out there where I'm like, I get it. Wink. I get it. Multiverse. We're getting yeah. Everything is multiverse and everything's connected now. Mario galaxy. Uh, I think, I mean, I was expecting the post credit scene to be Waluigi and Wario. So I'm happy Ooh. we didn't get that because I'm like, have them just be in a movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was expecting the post credit scene to be Rosalina. I'm going to be honest. I do too. I was, Especially with how prominently the Luma was in the movie. I thought it was going to be like the Luma floats off and then you see him get caught by Rosalina. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's the big tease for the next movie. Yeah. Because yeah. even Chris Pratt said, oh, the post credit scene gives you a little taste of what like the next movie could be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Yoshi? How? We saw Yoshis well, in the movie. It'd be one thing if they cut out that scene where we see a bunch of Yoshis running in the background. And we didn't yeah. know if they were there or not. And then you see this egg and you're like, whoa, there's Yoshis now? Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted it to be Rosalina because, and I didn't realize who we were talking right now. There is literally in the Mushroom Kingdom no other female characters, none. Mm-hmm. Which seems like prime real estate to bring in <laughs> Daisy and Rosalina, and you could have had just one quick throwaway throwaway line, and maybe you know there's a whole galaxy out there is oh Mario Galaxy reference. Rosalina's up in the stars. You could have swapped that out. Or even when they were looking at the map of the whole like mm-hmm. Mushroom Kingdom and whatnot, you could have had Daisy as the princess of its it's like Sarasaland or something, which was the plot of one of the Mario games. Is Mario has to go and save Daisy from mm-hmm. Wario, I think. Um, which I yeah. might be totally wrong on that, and if I am, people are gonna grill me. I don't know. The they all kind of they all kind of mesh together, except for but, the, the ones that really stand yeah. out. That could be that could have been such a throwaway line of like, oh yeah, there's this neighboring kingdom that we don't really like. We don't really talk to them. We got some bad blood. There's mm-hmm. your second movie. Is, well, I th- yeah, I think it. I 100 agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's go investigate, and now you have another 
female characters. So you can pass that Bechdel test of oh. Peach is talking to another another female. Whoa. Yeah. That's Whoa. Crazy. That's insane. I really hope they treat Daisy at least with some kind of respect. Give her some kind of character, like anything about her character, make her make her I don't know, give her some kind of quirk. But I think they're gonna the sequel is gonna dive into the the little the tease of uh, where did Peach come from? Mm-hmm. They'll probably dive into that in the second movie. And there'll there'll be a scene of them playing Mario they're playing tennis. There'll be a scene of like it's like we'll get the Mario Sunshine. They'll be on the beach on one scene. Like this everything yeah. about like the next, I imagine three movies they just have to go like it's just like hey they did hey, the thing it's like the they thing. did the Mario thing and i'm thinking i'm on board with yeah. it because that's what my expectations are for this kind of movie yeah yeah uh, but with all that said there were certain things that i really just i did not like there uh, kind of few in between but uh, one thing i for sure really didn't like was uh i thought it was a the when they arrive at the kong kingdom and they play take on me for no reason yeah that was I, I that was the few times because I actually kind of liked the music choices yeah. for like virtually everything else like playing Beastie Boys and they're in Brooklyn and stuff I'm like I liked it. Uh, that was the one time where I'm like this makes no sense like lyrically thematically besides literally take me up I guess at one part when they start flying yeah but I'm like did they dress this monkey up like in 80s you know with a suit like just because that's not a DK character that I'm familiar with no it's just a monkey no, me neither. Yeah, so I'm like, well, that was that was the only time where I was like, that was a bad needle drop. I didn't care for yeah. that. I didn't like I, I didn't like the pop songs being in there. It felt mm. out of place, especially when they did such a good job with the rest of the music for this movie. That felt mm-hmm. so out of place that like, the only one I did like was the training montage with "I Need a Hero." That one worked. The other That's an ones, easy one for me, me though. I always, I'm a sucker so for that. I'm a sucker for I Need a Hero. Like, if you put that Let's in be cr- any movie. Did they beat the first place holder, though, of Shrek 2? Absolutely That's, That not. holds, it holds the belt. Absolutely For not. the use of that song. You will have to pretty much change the world to steal I Need a Hero <laughs> from Shrek 2. Like, that is, that pretty much will forever be the most iconic scene with that song in it. So, yeah. That is dope. Yeah. No, that I can agree that with bugged that. me, and then, I mean, I'm I'm, think, I'm sure there's other little things, but the one thing that really stood out when you have this movie, which the whole thing is like, this movie felt like you guys have been to Disney World. Yeah. This felt like going to Disney World in terms of the extra, like the extra ten percent of like them really caring. Mm-hmm. Little things like the way Mario jumps, like where it's like, oh my gosh, he did the triple jump, like yeah. on like one scene, like. DK just did the like I was like watching the Smash Bros. Right, I mean he just did like the his triple A combo down to like d- uh, ground pound like down B, like every little thing, little nuance, little jump, little voice thing that they did was like they cared so much. But then you mentioned at the end, Nick, where they Mario and Luigi both grab the power star. That's not how it works. It's dope. It's cool. Only one person gets the star. <laughs> Only one person gets the star. I don't want to have to care, but when the whole movie is them caring so much, every little detail, every painting in the background is like from Mario 64 when they get to the Mushroom Kingdom. All those little things are they care so meticulously about. And then they broke though. That's not how the star works. Yeah. That that bugged me. It didn't ruin the movie, but that bugged me a bit. The end is a little whack. I'll be honest. The the end fight is pretty good. But it was uh, almost... yeah. Bowser gets freaking violent. Yeah, no, like the... I was yeah. shocked with how brutal. Yeah, he got. the end fight was really good. I felt kind of hype for that. I was like, ooh, okay, we're getting into it. But then it just kind of 
end it. The movie's like, okay, we defeat. Like, I needed. They do that iconic jump and freeze frame. (laughs) That was, and then that was it. (laughs) And I was just kind of like, I needed like a little bow tied on it to really be satisfied because you can do that while still not revealing too much about if you like if you're what your next movie will probably be and right. i don't know i've i'm trying to figure out like the relationship between brooklyn and the mushroom kingdom now like is everyone using this tube to go over there like is this just a thing people do now are they keeping it a secret like cuz they obviously can go back and forth but i don't know so i what, think i don't know what it, what i think is funny <laughs> Is the whole concept of Mario going back to Brooklyn to fight Bowser is ripped directly from the old Mario movie, almost down to the execution of how it happens. Almost, it's very close. Um, They, yeah, the inclusion of like them being actually plumbers in New York. I was like, they're are they really doing the Mario ninety three bit again and stuff? They, I was, I was fine with it. I think they did it. They, mm-hmm. this is how you should quote unquote do it. But yeah, I was like, oh, they're teasing it a little bit, little, uh, little tinges of uh, ninety three Mario and little, little tinges of the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. I was there for that. I Dude, was there that, for that that commercial was hype. That was good. That with was the, good. it's the little details of them and like the crappy green screen. Uh-huh. You can see like the green screen bleeding onto them. I'm like, that's <laughs> yes. so good. Yes, that's great. They get it. They get it. Like as someone that uses green screen, like or I used to all the yeah. time. It's like you get it. Like it that happens. <laughs> it's so good. It's great. I love oh. that. I love the. I mean, all the little Easter eggs and stuff are so great. The yes. little uh, ringtone was the GameCube oh startup sound. Yes. Yeah, all of that was just a small one that I didn't catch until the second time around. Um, well, I caught part of it, but when Mario's sitting in his room, he's playing Kid Icarus. Yeah, and he I was is. like, "Whoa!" But then the second time around, not only did I notice that there was an actual NES plugged into his TV, mm-hmm. he's got a little model R wing from Star Fox on top That's of his dope. TV. That's and I was awesome. like, "That's awesome!" I'm about it. It's also, another franchise you can make a movie on, Star Fox. I'm just. Ayo, I'm just saying they play DK rap, so it's a good movie. That's Donkey a good Kong. <laughs> it's so good. They played the DK rap, and that made me happy. Oh, that's another part that uh, not that specific part, but there's another part where I'm like, eh, that felt a little off. I did. I liked Diddy Kong in this movie. I wish they oh didn't call him. No. Like, like that means you too, Diddy Kong. Like, just stare yeah. at the camera at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point. Just say like, not like you, especially you, and then point. Use the visual medium of showing, and then yeah. the audience will be like, "Hey, it's it's Diddy Kong. He's playing congas at one point. They're doing yeah. Donkey Kongas." And it's like, I thought that was dumb too. I thought that was dumb too. It was just like, and that means you, Diddy Kong. It was kind of like bad. It, it gave me the impression of uh, Disney Channel sitcoms when there's a guest star. Yeah. When there's a guest star and they walk in, they're like, "Oh my bad." Yeah. Oh, I bumped into you. <sighs> Pause for uh, Pause for, for scream. applause. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, but that like was bad. <laughs> and I real, I also really didn't like Cranky Kong in this. Fred, he was he was my worst voice actor in this. Was a uh, Fred yeah, Armisen. So sad because I love Fred Armisen so I, much. Yeah. I didn't like him. Oh, yeah. I just it was really it was like this really weird voice thing to be. A, I'm like, what are you? And like he was not... really nasally the whole time. 
Yeah. It felt like a bad South Park character. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, uh, First of all, so you don't true. sound old. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> no, he just sounds so nasally. Yeah. That means you're he sounds old. like a bad stereotype that I'm not going to get into too much. He sounds like a bad stereotype mm. of a certain demographic oh. of people. I, anyway, you know, you're right. Yep. <laughs> I know we haven't like we haven't really touched on it and we can like this can kind of be like leading into the closing thoughts. Mm. I I didn't like how little Luigi was in this movie. Mm -hmm. like, Worst part of this movie was really Luigi's exclusion. Didn't, have yeah. anything to do other than be trapped in a cage and what what was interesting was right around the same time that the like they had the whole screening last year a plot synopsis leaked out from someone who had been there and said hey here's what the movie is i'm not supposed to because i'm under nda but i'm leaking anonymously on 4chan so they'll never <laughs> find me they'll find you and son. in that in that cut of the movie, apparently Luigi and Mario still got separated, but Luigi had more to do. He was with Yoshi and another character. Ooh. I think I think he was with Donkey Kong. I think it was Yoshi, Luigi, and Donkey Kong. They get separated from Mario, and then the B-plot is Luigi trying to find Mario as opposed to being trapped in the cage, unable to do anything. Because it didn't feel mm -hmm. like Luigi had a character arc either, because his character, like... He was what? literally he's, trapped. <laughs> he's the weak, lesser-than brother, but then at the end, he holds up a manhole cover so Mario doesn't get burned alive. Like, that's it? He mm -hmm. spends the rest of the movie in a cage? And I know yeah. it's probably because they didn't want to go the stereotypical route of, oh, let's make Princess Peach the damsel in distress. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but you didn't have to, you didn't yeah. need a damsel in distress either way. You could have still right. had Bowser be the villain, Mario and Luigi get separated, and Peach not be the damsel in distress. Those things can all coexist together. Well, um, I don't, I don't see a problem with Peach being the damsel in distress. I don't think damsel in distress means that she can't be a strong female character because that's the entire right. the entire point they're saying she can't get captured because that means she's not a strong female character like no that's not what that means you can work that out that's possible she gets captured in literally every game like this is how kind of the, the story of 90 works 90 of the mario games i would have really mm -hmm. liked if mario got there and the toads were like oh my gosh they he stole the princess like you have you to just help missed us. Him. Like you have to help us. Yeah. I would have liked that a lot better yeah. than how Peach was handled. But there's a way to handle it. Yeah. There's a way. Th it was possible, and I think it could have worked. I think my big problem, which I agree, my least favorite part was how little Luigi's in it. It's called the Super Mario Brothers movie, not Mario, mm -hmm. the movie. And so I've never. I mean, this just comes like the game I, mario was never my choice oh, in same. any of the mario games nope. and usually it's bowser but that's besides that but like i've always liked luigi and i think the dynamic between the two uh was probably one of the better parts like i love the whole brotherhood thing in this and the whole like we could do anything as long as we're together i want i want them together more yeah or, or like not even like like they don't have to necessarily be together more but i want to see luigi more i want to see mm -hmm. the brothers right. more and i i think that having Luigi get captured and an admittedly kind of cool scene a little like I, I was getting the vibe because there were a lot of kids okay first of all I saw this movie 10 o'clock at night on a Thursday 
hoping that there would not be a lot of children there because I'm like, I'm a grown man who has to go by himself because my, I can't bring my, my two year old to the movies. That's fair. I, I'll go by myself. I look like a creep. I'm very self-conscious of that. And so I'm like less children, 10 o'clock at night in an IMAX viewing. Who's going to want to do that? A, a ton of people. It was like a oh virtually gosh. sold out show. And I was getting a vibe of like, are these kids being terrified by the dry bones and stuff yeah. in this movie? Like it's, it seemed a little, I was fine with it, but I was worried about the yeah. children, uh, their part yeah. in that, if they were going to be too scared of that scene. You see, I'll be honest. It, I watched it yesterday. Um, and all the kids in the theater really enjoyed it. They were laughing awesome. at the points where you're supposed to be laughing. And that was kind of the big takeaway I had was, we can sit here and say this film like, oh, on an objective level, like, oh, we didn't like this, this, and that. But the kids really enjoyed it. And at mm -hmm. the end of the day, I think that's what they were going for. Is yep. if mm -hmm. a kid can sit down at this 90-minute movie and just laugh and have a good time and watch it over and over and over again, you've made a successful film at that point. Yeah. And mom and dad aren't saying this is insufferable. They're saying right. this is enjoyable, which that's it. Because if yeah, they achieved that. As a person who has a child who's watching movies now and has requests for movies, yeah, there are bad. There are kids' movies where it's mm -hmm. just like, dude, this is these are just shapes and colors making noise, and I can't get through it. But yeah. then there's the beautiful like art artistry that is say Bluey, where it's like <laughs> this is a well made show. We stand it's well Bluey in this home. This I'm is all about it, and oof. so. With Mario, which I just I don't like people calling this like a kids movie per se, because it's 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 a family movie that's maybe if like the gauge is and for family it's like one end is adult, the other is a kid. It's more towards kids, but the kids aren't going to be laughing at the look. There's an NES or like oh you see that's a f we're laughing because he's in a Punch Out pizzeria. You see, kid before Mar <laughs> before Smash Bros, Punch Out was its own series. It's things like that where it's like that as I can watch this with my son and I can be like this is awesome because I'm familiar with this stuff for 30 years. Yeah. Like it's that kind of stuff that makes this a good, an enjoyable movie at the very least. Uh, yeah. You were mentioning, yeah, you were mentioning with, uh, when it kind of, kind of closing, uh, coming to the close here, I wanted to definitely mention that something, an unsung hero that I was like, prepared to dread and completely swayed me back. That dog scene in the beginning when they're doing the plumbing, uh -huh. I was expecting to hate it. I laughed so hard during some of the bits where like where the when Luigi steps on the bone and the dog is like locking eyes, but then still looking its owner yep. or the bit that was to me, it's like a my kind of humor where the dog walks into the bathroom and then the camera cuts to the back or cuts behind the door as the dog slowly closes the door behind them. It, that's such well done comedy. And they, you know, it goes back and forth on the, oh, now it's kitty comedy or whatever, funny comedy. But then, like, as the dog is slowly rising in the shower as the water's right, it's just, it's good comedy. It's like almost Buster Keaton style comedy where I was like, wow, this, I was prepared to hate the scene and I'm actually pretty happy with it. I can relate. I was not ready. I was not excited for that part. And I actually, I kind of had a good time. I like when, like, when they cut to the window downstairs and they, like, catch the dog with the plunger and, like, I don't know. That made me think of that scene from Father of the Bride where he like falls into the like he uh, he falls into their pool in the back. Mm -hmm. I think that was good. So, yeah. Closing thoughts. It's the kind of thing where I'm like, I 
I will dissect this movie because I love to dissect movies. That's why I have a podcast. But it doesn't matter because that's not what this is for. This isn't a yeah. dissect movie. It's a it's a fun movie and it may be a commercial film, but overall it's just a good time and I will probably see it again. And if looking at that as its goal, it achieved it. Good job. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I think a sequel movie will be infinitely better than this one. I agree. Because now, that now they've established the world They've established the characters, and they can really just go crazy yep. with what they've set up. And you can get your Wario's and your Waluigi and your Rosalina and your Daisy and your Yoshi and Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy. We're gonna get like, Metal Mario. Yeah. We're gonna get yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, they've got happening. you know Bowser Jr., the Koopalings. Like, there's so many different. The the material is there for them to do it, and it's right. interesting. And I was gonna, I was gonna bring this up, is immediately after the first Sonic movie came out, the way that movie ended was with Tails showing up, and that to me felt like a much better setup for a sequel than like, oh guys, look, Yoshi's here. Yeah. But with, but in the case of Sonic, like a week after that movie came out, they greenlit a sequel and they announced that they had greenlit a sequel. This doesn't feel like we get a sequel greenlight for like two years. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, I feel like this has already been greenlit for, like, a whole series. Like, a, mm-hmm. like they already have, I'm wondering where it's ending in terms of the green light. Yeah. Especially with the money it made. That's true. I, I've heard rumors that Illumination is doing a DK movie. And that's the next one. That. And they apparently, pay for Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, and he as of last year, <laughs> the movie was, quote, from the leaking source, pretty much done. Like, they had... Okay. Okay. gotten a script put in together they had done most of the animation and that was last year so i think we could see a dk movie next year okay and they could I be on a it. yearly nintendo movie pipeline if they're this I, far out yeah i'm gonna guess whether it be dk or uh mario 2 whatever you want to call it I think the next Easter egg thing we'll get is going to be something that's going to probably tease another franchise. Yep. So we might get a Kirby thing. We might get a, because uh, if I had to guess, they're prob- uh, you have to go with like what is Nintendo, like the, the staples of Nintendo, uh, and then also the ones that general audiences are going to care about. I think Kirby lends itself to that. I think Kirby naturally, just as cartoony as Kirby is, will be easy to translate over, it, adapt, I guess. I think they but, have yeah. great they have great IPs that would work really well with the Illumination style. You got Animal Crossing, Splatoon, Kirby, like those three would be really great with Illumination style. Zelda, Xenoblade, not so much. Star sure. Fox is kind of in a weird like middle ground. Yeah. I think it'll work. Where it could work because they've work. done movies like Sing. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like, eh, I don't know. So Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Speaking of with that, with, did you guys also get the trailer for that new Ducks movie yes. that Illumination is doing? I love how shameless and how dumb they think their audience is. Uh-huh. Where the trailer for this movie is look at hey, these other movies we worked on. We've made good movies that you've liked. Here they are. Here is a 15 second clip from Despicable Me. Here's a 10 second clip yes. from Sing. It's like you liked those movies, right? 
Here's a new one coming out. I respect I the love hustle that. for them putting a clip of the Mario movie in that trailer to play <laughs> before <laughs> you've even seen the Mario movie. Yes. Like, I respect that so much. They're like, hey, this was a resume builder and we're putting it on the resume. Oh, <laughs> like, so here go you go. It. It's a new movie. It's a new franchise. <laughs> but you've liked these movies before. I love how shameless that is. And you guys can come back and watch this when was, we've done the Super Smash Bros. movie. Yeah. Which, I mean... Come on, we all know this is building to a Smash Bros. movie at some point. I think I think they are. All it's I want from this—that's what all I want from this. Because I, I get it. This is just, this is not that kind of thing. Just don't be Space Jam Two, where it's gross and a headache. Uh-huh. Where it's like you're just throwing everything at the screen. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, like pause the screen. Look, there's that and this and that. Just don't go that far. Right. Is my right. point. Right. Other than that, I'm basically on board. Yeah. I get it. I'm going to be there because I want to see this Mario Sunshine at like Versine in the movie. I want to see the Luigi's Mansion movie. I want to see all that stuff. I'm fine with it. I mean, Charlie Day said he's open for the Luigi's Mansion movie. So, saying. Dude, I love Charlie Day so, so much. Good. That's another. I was like so mad that he didn't get that. Like so his little quiver. He's like, yeah. Mario. Mario. I'm like, that's he's, he did the thing. He did, he did the and Luigi's Mansion. He does <laughs> so good. Wow. King Boo, King yeah. Boo is in the movie. He's in it. Like King he was Boo at the wedding. King so Bomb like, Bomb is in it. The booze were there. About it. Luigi's Mansion. We're just saying, I'd go. Professor see Professor Egad, played by Christopher Lloyd. Let's I'm go. What a, <laughs> what a decision! Yeah, let's go. I'm just saying. I don't know. Like, I'm excited for the future of more movies like this. Like, I think it has huge potential to grow. Like, I want to go see a Luigi's Mansion movie. So. Mm-hmm. Who's to say we won't get one? I'm excited. Yeah. Well, yeah. Before before we wrap up here, I do want to speed run. We asked questions on Instagram. Yep. Or asked for people to submit thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Not all of them are questions. Two of them are. Yep. And then two of them are um just opinions. One of them from J underscore Davenport is going to see it tomorrow. Thanks, cool. Jay You'll Davenport. have seen it by the time this episode <laughs> comes out. Yes. Thanks for the update. Another one from Hudson Sanders. Amazing score and soundtrack. Great idea to do both 80s classics and Mario music. Also true. Agreed. And Love the soundtrack. I Favorite prom- part of the whole movie. I promise I won't go on a really long tangent here, but last episode I talked about how we need to do more dynamic music. Mm-hmm. Like in Sleeping Beauty, how the music was a character. This is the closest we've ever gotten to that. And I think that's because uh-huh. most of the music is from a video game. And video game music, especially in Mario games is very timed to what you're doing in the game. And yes. that made it so much more interactive with what was going on in the movie and part of why it was so good. Okay, that's my mini tangent yes. over. Um, the two questions, one from friend of the show, fellow Cars 2 enjoyer, Logan Urig. Favorite, <laughs> favorite vocal performance? For me... Jack Black. Jack Black. Is Jack Black. I'm going to go to Charlie Black. Day. With no. Luigi. I know second. He I just wanted to hear him more. I know he wasn't oh. in it a ton, but what I did hear was amazing. No, you're right. And then, He's second for that's me. That's awesome. Our last question fantastic. from Eli. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce this. Dude. From Aunt Azardarak, I think. I don't know. I, I might have got it wrong. Uh, did Chris Pratt's New York accent live up to your expectations for Mario? Yes. Yes. Everyone who thought Chris Pratt was going to do bad or was like 
crapping on Chris Pratt, you all owe him, owe him an apology right now. Here's a I'll, I, here's the thing. I am 100% in that camp of I was not looking forward to it. I thought he was going to do a terrible job. I am sorry, Chris Pratt. Aww. You did fine. <laughs> That's all it needed to be. It didn't need to be an Oscar-winning performance. No. It just needed to be no. fine. He did fine. He did fine. Just needed I to was be expecting not bad. worse. I really. I still, to be clear, I still think there were better options, Absolutely. and I still was. There were moments I dipped in where I'm like, "Yep, that's Chris freaking Pratt," mm -hmm. but it was yeah. fine. Yeah, it was fine for my favorite line from his his delivery on, "Hey, come to Brooklyn, I'll buy you a turtle." And I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> come to Brooklyn, I'll buy you a turtle. I'll buy you a bada turtle. bing, you know, bada yeah. bing, bada boom, you know." Bada See, look, the I cannoli. told you to get you a pet turtle. Like oh my <laughs> everyone's going crazy over Bowser being in the jar, and I don't know why. I don't really like that's <laughs> don't that's know. the meme is like they put Bowser in the jar. And I'm like, <laughs> in the jar? What? What? What's the joke? I don't. Like, I don't know the joke. He got shrunk down to a mini size, and they stuck him in the jar. And I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I will know. They will. They're too cowardice to ever do it. But success will be measured by if we ever get an Easter egg, a throwaway joke of Bowsette. That's what Bowsette. I need. That's what I want. Have oh, Bowser in the so mirror funny. practicing talking to Peach with a wig on. And be like, that's close enough. I count hey, it. It counts. Yeah. But I want Bowsette. I want Bowsette. <laughs> well, game. Apparently also in the, uh, oh. not like, this, this is my last thing. In the, in the, I'll call it the test screening movie. Apparently Bowser was supposed to die oh. and become dry okay. Bowser. <gasps> which is like it's a thing in the games where he falls in lava and then he comes out as dry bowser um yeah. that would have been so wrong no, i mean that's... they're not gonna do it because like well do you need bowser later. to be the villain for the next next I mean, movie do it it's kind of like the same mm -hmm. thing with eggman from sonic like they didn't they didn't kill him yeah because until Sorry. the second movie dry bowser was my mario kart main on wii for <laughs> so long and just the thought of him being in this movie i would have lost my stuff let me tell you Oh. Let me tell you how mad I was at the screen where I'm like, they're building their carts. I'm like, no one's going to pick the roller tires. No, Come real. on, what is this, amateur they hour? missed opportunity to give Mario the B-dasher. That was his <laughs> cart. Not the yeah, uh, freaking standard cart. They need the boring Mario cart cover thing because that audience is like, it's the thing. It's I'm the like, come thing. on. Give him the caterpillar car with the roller wheels. <laughs> you know it's the best combo. Give him the bitty buggy with the roller <laughs> wheels because that's the best cart in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <sighs> Anyway, either, I'm fine with either way. It's I'm, yeah, I'm fine. With it. <laughs> That's just, the movie was that fine. Was it's funny. fun. It's a good time. Oh, man. Well, yeah. thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you had a wonderful time. I had a wonderful time recording it. I like talking yeah. about movies. Uh, if you like what you hear, listen on the Nerdiest Podcast. That's what you're listening to now. It's way too late for this. It's almost midnight. Um, <laughs> follow on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast. On YouTube at the Nerdiest Podcast. We're doing a lot of great stuff there. Listen, AJ, I'm throwing it to you. Thank you for being here. Where can people listen and follow you and find you? First of all, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. You two are always welcome on my show. I'd love to hear you. Send me a message Andrew. for something you guys want to cover in the future, yes. man. You guys have an open spot. We'll do an adult movie. Uh, you can f yeah, we'll a grown-up movie. We'll, a PG-13. We'll do, like, Oppenheimer. <laughs> We're talking about the nuclear bomb. There you go. Let's get real like existential men. and like dark. Men. <laughs> like men. Like uh, men. Nuclear bomb. Yeah. But you can find Genre Geeks everywhere, uh, social media under Genre Geeks. We're most active on our Instagram, but we are getting back into the swing of things. So we're going to miss a couple weeks here and there, but we are trying to get back to our main episodes 
but we're happy to be back. Thank you guys and stuff for, you know, you're definitely in like the inspiration of like, guys, we got to get back because he, listening to like your guys show, listening to, you know, I'd like a refund, press any key, all those guys, Mad Mark movie show. Uh, it's like, I miss being like with our friends in terms of like making the, you know, the content and stuff. It's just, uh, it was a big part of it. And so I've enjoyed listening to your guys show and stuff. You guys are great. So it really, really fun to be here and look forward to having you guys on my show again. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so tender. We, we just, I don't know. I can't say enough how much we adore you all. So it's, it's a beautiful thing to know, know very talented people. So thank you for coming on. We shoot a DM. We'll come on anytime. So thank you very much. Um, Give a five-star rating if you liked what you heard. <laughs> My gosh. Give a five-star rating if you like what you heard on Spotify. Five stars, Apple Podcasts, five stars. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read it on the show. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, please. We cannot get reviews. We've been trying so hard and been saying, please, we'll read them <laughs> on the show. No one wants to read our reviews on the show. Anyway, so thank you for listening. Hope you have a great life. I don't know. See you in the next episode. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs>